Welcome back, everybody. Yo, yo, yo. Junior. What's going on, What's Mr. Going on, brother? Episode 27 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. We are sponsored by Fightback CBD. Get 15% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. We're also sponsored by Warbar. Get 25% off any of their hygiene products with code JJD at warbarsoap.com. All right, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share. Wherever you're watching or listening, we appreciate the feedback as always. My name is Milton Campus. I am a purple belt out of Fight Sports Coral Springs. You can check me out on Instagram at UncleMiltyBJJ. My podcast partner today is this handsome devil over here. Thank you, that man. Beard, Holy the beard smokes. is looking phenomenal, brother. Thanks. I appreciate yeah, yeah, that, bro. <laughs> but I know you might lying. not be able to get out of the studio I, today. I know you're li- man, I know you're lying because <laughs> off camera, you just, <laughs> you just crushed my it ego. Can use a little, it can use a little trim. It can use a little trim. <laughs> Well, hey, you, thank you. It's great to see you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Give, give him the intro. My name, name, is, my name is Junior. Number. My name is Junior. I'm a jiu-jitsu black belt with Felipe and Sofia Morante out of Fight Sports Coral Springs. Hey, we got that down. Nobody screwed it right. up and said out of Fight Finally. Back. It's been long enough, bro. You know, I did one episode where I actually said, that Milton Campus, Fight Back, Fight Back Coral Springs. We need to talk to Justin then about that sponsoring. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Today, listen, let me, let's me let start out with this. we got a lot of things going on, as always. I wanted to take a second to thank everyone who's donated to our GoFundMe for the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Foundation. We've actually raised over $3,000 now today. That is awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's, been, it's been incredible. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. Bo and I were just talking about it before we got on, and it's uh, you know, very appreciative and thankful to everyone. Uh, we're going to be awarding the second youth scholarship on this episode today, so Fantastic. don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to the end, right? Yeah, it might, could be you. All right. We wanted to remind you uh, that we've been partnering with one of our sponsors, Flow and Roll. So for every fifty dollars you donate, you're going to receive either a podcast, a foundation mug, this guy right here, right, or an embroidered belt. Seeing that right in front of Junior, you can get a uh, a ranked belt with your name embroidered on it. Okay. So for every fifty dollars, you can get a perk or a gift. You donate 100, it's two yeah. gifts. If you donate 153, and, and so on. Limited characters or what? Like Mr. Uh, Fantastic, no, you know, he, super, you no, know, super, uh, super villain of the. Our friend gym. over at High Road BJJ asked for his to be Super Dave, and then it had High Road BJJ Saw on it, it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, did you see the picture yeah, online? That was, that was pretty cool. So, uh, so yeah, we can we can go a little bit. It's supposed to be the name. Like we don't want to kill Sean over there, like <laughs> writing a, you know, a whole uh, a paragraph on uh, right. on a belt. But he's been awesome. And, you know, he gave us the idea to do the perk, and it's worked out really well. Awesome. We, we've yeah. raised some money. And, look, we've even raised money, and people are like, just don't eat, don't send me anything. Don't waste the money. Put it towards. Better uh, reason. Know, better reason it. to not even wash your belt because yeah. your, your name is on there now. <laughs> Man. Uh, so, yeah, he's got, look, he's got every belt, juvenile through adult. Uh, to be very clear, again, you know, the more you donate, the more perks you can get. Okay? You can donate to the, the Argo Fund Me. Just go to GoFundMe and search Jiu-Jitsu Dummies or click the link in the description wherever you're watching. We always keep that updated. It's, it's GoFundMe.com forward slash F forward slash Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. That's the actual link. All right. And again, special thank you to Dave Kaidesh. Am I saying his name right? That's Dave. You know yeah. him better Super than Dave, I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm getting to know him. He's an awesome guy. Uh, he's uh, uh, What's the name of the gym? It's, it's High Road BJJ is also the name of Correct. the gym. So Correct. we got an at High Road BJJ on Instagram. And also at High Road Revolution on, uh, on IG. That's correct. And then also wall-to-wall uh, martial arts. 
That's that, also his. That's his where. Thing? Well, that's where they train out of. Okay. Out of that gym, but the actual team name. And is where is it? It's in Virginia. It is uh, Richmond. Ah, uh, man, they've been killing me. That's okay. That's okay. Look at High Road BJJ and at High Road Revolution. Uh, their mantra is "Do a good deed." That's so it. So fits right in with us. Hey, look, exactly. just by coincidence, you see it up on the logo there, Bo. You yeah. got that one on uh, behind Junior. I actually uh, met Dave before we started talking about going uh, partnering up with. Um, the organization we defy okay right? okay and i ended up finding out that he dave was on the sits board. on the board yeah correct and i happened to be in virginia several months out of the year and dave opened up the doors for me to come and train with him and it was it's been fantastic awesome yeah awesome man really good dude uh he's i i don't think i need to go into the numbers on exactly what people have donated i don't know if they want to keep any of that private but he's definitely he's donated more than once uh and he's been awesome and again he's and one that, of the guys who was like hey send me one belt yeah. He's definitely donated and more that he yeah, could get a few yeah. more things. So well, we sent no. him a – by the time this airs, he'll have gotten his rash guard. Uh, mug should have arrived, yeah. and his belt is on the way. So he, we gave him a, you know, yeah. a couple of perks. And, you well. know, he lives at Mantra. You know, do a good yeah. deed. He lives at Mantra. And, it, it, you know, it's not he, – he doesn't do – give donations for the shout-outs. Right? Yeah. That's not the type of person he is. Yeah. He he's goes way above and beyond that. He's amazing. Person. I'm so yeah. happy to have met him. And uh, and who knows where, the, where this goes. This is um, – you know, we started a podcast and we started a foundation. I think you guys all looked at me like I had five heads. Like, what the hell is this? Guy go, doing? go with the flow, man. <laughs> Let's go with the flow. And and it's been working. So big shout out again and thank you to Dave. Uh, we're also gonna uh, say thank you to to Justin at Fightback CBD. He did. You know, we were. I was interviewing him on air. I did one of the podcasts by myself with with Justin. You know, via via Zoom. And he's looking down at his phone. I couldn't figure out, why is, does he realize we're, we're recording? <laughs> and then he looks up and he starts talking and all of a sudden, and I get a little alert on my phone. He sent us 1500 bucks. Man, that's amazing. So that's amazing. Right. So again, we're at a, we're, uh, our goal over the short term is 5K, uh, you know, before we kind of figure out what we're going to yeah. do next. But that 5K should give us, um, with what the kids are paying for their schools, we might actually be at 5K be able to do probably three. That's awesome. Three. So we're going to announce number two today. Fantastic. All right. We're Stay also going to be that. giving away a couple of bottles of Fight Back CBD today. Uh, it's going to go to our podcast patrons, though. So we're going to pick a couple of podcast patrons. And um, that's really it. Okay. Fantastic, so that, that, there's my intro today. So uh, we're going to take a, just a quick break. We're going to cut. You guys are probably not even going to see it. Uh, we'll but right we're going to get our guest on, and then we're going to come right back at you guys. Okay. So just give us a sec. Coming at you. All right, everybody, we're back. That was quick. <laughs> Joining us today, we have founder, executive director, and board president of Tap Cancer Out. He's a jiu-jitsu black belt. His name is John Thomas. Welcome, John. All right, John. Woo! Thank you for having me. <laughs> Applause not necessary. <laughs> uh, so we appreciate you being on. Sorry for being late. I always have to apologize for being late. All good. So uh, let's dive right in with, uh, you know, uh, I think a lot of people in our world know or have heard of the organization. But let's start out with a little bit of your background with jiu-jitsu first. Let's go there. How did you get started in jiu-jitsu? How, why, where? You know, give us the rundown. Yeah, so I've always, you know, played sports throughout my whole life. Um, in uh, I played collegiate high school and collegiate volleyball. Um, and, but, you know, after college, it was increasingly harder and harder to play sort of at a high level, unless you were traveling mm -hmm. all around. Um, I'm in Connecticut, so I would travel around New England for tournaments, but it's kind of hard. You got to get six or seven very specific guys who play very specific positions. And, um, you know, so it was, it was getting more difficult to compete. 
Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was really looking, you know, so I was going to the gym and like doing, you know, the typical lifting sort of stuff, but that's pretty lonely as well. I wanted to find a sport that would help keep me in shape, but also, uh, if I wanted to compete, I didn't need anyone else like teammates, specific teammates or anything to technically be there. Uh, but I still wanted a team atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So um, that's sort of a very specific thing to look for in a sport. And I was also sort of a budding UFC fan and, um, you know, would watch all of them. So I loved MMA. I had no aspirations of doing MMA, but I liked that type of workout. So um, I, you know, did some research and thought about, you know, like Muay Thai or jujitsu and, um just randomly chose a jujitsu school. Um, you know, in 2008, there weren't a ton around here in Connecticut. Um, so it was sort of either a 30 minute drive North, 30 minute drive South. Um, so I just picked, uh, North, a school called (laughs) ultimate MMA in, uh, in North Haven, Connecticut and walked in and sort of signed up right there on the spot. Uh, it wasn't anything glamorous at the time. It was, you know, in sort of a warehouse garage type place and uh no ac or anything it was brutally hot in that august old school yeah but i I was in i was like this is what i want this is absolutely what i want so uh i jumped in and never looked back i never you know other than this very big training break right now Mm -hmm. um i never really missed time uh never took long you know didn't didn't have the uh the blue belt blues and disappear or anything i just kept going two to three times a week was never anything, you know, crazy, um, but sort of consistently went and uh, no major injuries. And 10 years later, uh, I got my black belt. And now I'm two years into my black belt. So are you still at the same uh, school? Do you are you training with the same people that you started with? I switched to uh, American top team also in Connecticut. It was a little more gi uh, focused. Mm -hmm. So I ended up going there. Ultimate MMA was unsurprisingly sort of more MMA, no gi type stuff. It was a good school, uh, great teammates there, but um, eventually switched to just focus on the gi. It was a little more my style. I was doing a lot more IBJJF tournaments and things like that. So, um, so I, uh, I've been at American top team for, I think the last eight, eight to nine years. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, so the majority so, of your time is spent there. Is that where you got your black belt? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right, cool. And you mentioned uh, the tournaments. Do you still now part of, and mm-hmm. I might be getting ahead of ourselves here, but part of what you guys do is you're raising money through tournaments, right? Let's yeah. uh, let, well, let me let, let's not step on this. So let's talk about how Tap Cancer Out came about, if you can. Uh, you know, sure. Why did this start? I, I've, I've read about it. I'd love to hear it from you, though. It was a it was a windy road. Um, I certainly never had any aspirations of founding a nonprofit. Um, I. Uh, was in marketing and advertising for quite some time, uh, you know, thought that would be, I would sort of be a career marketer. And, uh, in 2010, I went out to San Diego. One of my friends had founded a company out there called classy.org. They have uh, fundraising software specifically for nonprofits. So like GoFundMe, but, uh, specifically for, you have to be a nonprofit to, to use their, software and they were hosting an award ceremony called the classy awards and it's pretty cool because there wasn't anything um that was celebrating the people who were really changing the world um in the way that we celebrate actors or musicians um so this was sort of the the tonys the grammys the oscars but 
for the nonprofit world, for the volunteers, uh, the nonprofit leaders, and you know the people who left very lucrative careers to like build schools in Tanzania and things like that. So I went, not really knowing what to expect. I just wanted to support my friends. San Diego sounds really fun. Uh, it was a black tie event, so we got really dressed up, uh, and you know I was listening to all these people speak about their experiences and how grateful they were to be winning these awards and uh, sort of got uncomfortable with myself because it was, uh, you know, very obvious to me at that moment that not only was I not doing anything on the level of these individuals, but I wasn't doing anything, period, to make the world a better place. I was just sort of existing and going to work and, and training jujitsu, and, and that was it. Um, in 2006, I lost my uh, nephew to leukemia. He was diagnosed at three months um, and passed away at, at eight months. So uh, that was really difficult for us. I remember how helpless I felt during that time, especially right at the end. Um, and sort of like, you know, I was, I was completely useless in that whole process. And so uh, that was still resonating in my mind. Um, at that, in that seat at the Classy Award. So I told myself, before I leave, I'm going to figure out something. I'm going to come up with an idea. Um, and before I left those seats, I, I said, I'm going to combine my passion for jiu-jitsu with my hatred for cancer. Um, and I would call it Tap Cancer Out, and I had no idea what it would be or what that meant. Um, but I knew I was just going to try to figure it out. And I knew the jiu-jitsu community was a misunderstood community. Um, had, you know, a lot of preconceived notions that are totally wrong. And I wanted to show the world what the jiu-jitsu community could actually do. It was obviously, I could see that the sport was growing very quickly, that tournaments, everyone I'd go to would get bigger and bigger and bigger, but there was no philanthropic presence. So maybe that was sort of uh, a niche that I could fill. And, uh, you know, I, I, so I told my friend Pat uh, on the way to the airport the next day, and he was totally on board. He was our first board member, and uh, and I was sort of off and running. I told my wife she loved the idea, and we just started to try to figure it out. Um, and we had a lot of failures and stops and starts. And you know, would we be an apparel brand? Would we just like go to tournaments and have a table and like hope people donate to us? Like, what what does it mean to be a jujitsu nonprofit? We didn't know. Um, but so it took a long time to figure that out. You know, we went through all of the legal uh, requirements that we would have to do. And even that was difficult because you're kind of flying by the seat of your pants and you have to make budgets that go for three years. And I didn't know what was going to happen this year. How do I know what's going to happen in three years? You know, I had to build a board and do all that stuff. Um, and it, so, so we, we did a lot of things. We went to like an MMA show. We drove three hours. We famously sold uh, two t-shirts the whole night and got $6 <laughs> in donations. It was like this epic failure. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, this isn't what we're going to do. Um, you know, and that's what forced me to dive deeper specifically into the jujitsu community. Um, and, uh, it was actually difficult to partner with tournaments. You know, they just wanted us to pay the vendor booth fee like everyone else does. And, you know, we didn't have any money. We, we can do that. Um, and that seemed kind of um, against the point. So my instructor, uh, Luigi Mondelli, he said, you know, why don't you just host your own tournament? Forget trying to, like, go to these tournaments. Just host your own tournament. I've done tournaments before. I'll help you. I have, like, scoreboards and things, and I know referees. And he's like, I'll do everything that I can to, to help you. And so I said, okay. 
Um, so this was in 2012. So from idea conception in 2010 to our first event, it took us two years to even figure out what the model was. Mm -hmm. um, but I had done a half marathon with my wife um, with Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It's called Team in Training. And, and basically, we both committed to raising $1,000 for uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society. And in return, they buy your entry to the half marathon. They get you a hotel the night before. They host this dinner the night before for all the fundraisers. Um, so you sort of get all these quote unquote perks for fundraising. Um, so why couldn't I apply that model to jujitsu, especially because it's such a cost prohib prohibitive sport. As I said, I played volleyball um, back in the day. And if we had a tournament, it would be basically 20 bucks a guy and you're playing for like nine hours straight with jujitsu. It could be a hundred dollars and you could stand around for three hours and then get tapped in five seconds. And it was just like the complete opposite <laughs> ROI that you'd see in other sports. So, uh, you know, let's try to use this opportunity and use this model to make, uh, not only tournaments more affordable or free for people, um, but also give them other perks um, like merchandise and things from our partners. And so ultimately we created a tiered structure of um, fundraising perks. So depending on how much you raised, um, you might be leaving the tournament, not only have competed for free, but with a backpack full of tap cancer out gear, gi, fundraiser t-shirt, uh, hoodies, rash guards, all sorts of stuff. So regardless of what happened on the mat, win or lose, you still leave with all this you know, awesome swag and, and feeling like you made an impact. So um, we, we tested that out in 2000, the spring of 2012 in Connecticut. We found, it was even hard to find venues. It was hard to find a partner. We, we partnered with the Leukemia Lymphoma Society um, in our first two years. Um, but we found a local high school. We borrowed their wrestling mats. We taped it off with painter's tape. Like everything was uh, pretty down and dirty. I hand wrote the brackets the day of. It was not the best way to host a tournament, but we learned and got better and we're always trying to optimize. But it was way more successful than I thought it would be. And so we sort of found a business model. And then from there, we just um, started hosting more events in more places. So how does that work? Let's talk about, uh, you mentioned how competitors raise money. Can you talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that? Can you explain that to, to people that don't know? Sure. Yeah. So, um, for, for quite some time, really the only event format, um, and our biggest event format is tournaments. We do have others that we can talk about, but, um, our tournaments are, are sort of, uh, the keystone to what we do. Um, our whole tournament website is actually hosted on the fundraising platform. So when you land on a tournament page, you know, it's custom designed to suit all of our needs because there's a lot of jujitsu specific info you need there. You need to get to the weight classes, you need schedules and like all that stuff. But mm -hmm. when you register, you're actually registering on a fundraising platform. You have the option, you don't have to fundraise. You can just pay for a registration just like you would at NAGA or IBJJF um, and then go on with your merry way, show up at the tournament, have fun, maybe buy a t-shirt or something and leave. That's totally fine. Um, and But you also have the option to register for free. Um, and that is basically committing to fundraising. Everyone, whether you, no matter what ticket type you choose, a fundraiser or non, everyone's going to get a fundraising page. Um, it's going to be automatically set up for you. It's going to have, you know, uh, a place for you to put your picture, a place for you to tell your story and how cancer has affected you. You can upload video and, and pictures and things like that and really customize it to, to suit your needs. It's all attached 
to the tournament itself. Um, you can even set up team fundraising pages as well. So your individual page and my teammates' individual page will also credit a, an American Top Team page. Mm -hmm. We reward the top fundraising team, the top fun individual fundraiser, uh, and the top children's fundraiser. Um, so, and then you just, you know, once you register, you're just going to start fundraising. As long as you've raised $250, uh, you compete for free. And then the more you raise, the more stuff you get. $400 is an exclusive fundraiser tee that can't be bought. It's got to be earned. Uh, $600, it's a hoodie or a rash guard. $1,000, it's one of our backpacks. $2,000, it's a gi. And actually this year, um, we released a $10,000 perk because we had people who were raising not only over 10,000, but they one uh, child, our top fundraiser ever, Cody Alessi, raised $20,000 last wow. year alone by That's himself. Awesome. So I felt like a gi, a free gi at $2,000 <laughs> is not enough. He already yeah. had the gis, any and every gi that we released. So like we needed to figure out something cool. So at $10,000, if you raise that in a year, uh, we send you uh, to a jujitsu retreat in Mexico. It's through a program called BJJ in Paradise. Um, oh, wow. we'll be there. Um, and so anyways, we have that tiered structure. If you are a paid competitor, you're still going to get a fundraising page as well. Mm -hmm. And you can give it a try. You can share it on, you know, put it in your Instagram bio, share it on Facebook. If you raise 250, we refund your entry fee. Um, so even if you start off sort of unsure and, and you uh, use a paid ticket, you can still try fundraising. It's completely risk-free. You're already paid up anyways. Mm -hmm. If you raise $250, you're getting that money back. So um, it's a win-win. It's a win-win yeah, for everybody. About, about half of our competitors will fundraise and half won't. Uh, the average fundraiser raises almost $500. Um, the average donation is about $50. So you only need about five people to donate to hit that $250 mark. Um, and then the more, the merrier. So uh, it's sort of a pretty simple structure. And, and then we just try to reach as many people as we can. So the, the, the mission statement of Tap Cancer Out is to mobilize and empower the jiu-jitsu community to raise awareness and funds for cancer-fighting organizations. We have nine beneficiaries now. But our vision is to give uh, every grappler the opportunity to fight for those in the fight of their lives. So that means we need to continually not only go to new markets, but find ways that allow people around the world um, to take part in what we do. Obviously, tournaments are a very location-specific thing. Thus far, if you live in Seattle, it's going to be really hard for you to get to a Tap Cancer Out tournament so far. Um, but we're sort of pushing westward as much as we can. Uh, the, the schedule this year, which was obviously... Uh, decimated uh, by COVID, but our schedule this year had 24 tournaments um, all in, in I think, 21 different states. So, so, with that uh, so we being, were getting out there. With that being said, you, you, obviously we're going to have to talk about COVID when we're talking about, you know, this type of, yeah. your type of organization and the way you raise money. What is going on right now? What, it, what have you had to change? Are people still actively fundraising? I would assume so, but uh, how are you guys handling this, uh, this pandemic? Yeah, so it was pretty scary at first. I mean, we uh, I actually went to Vegas to celebrate early, my 40th birthday, which was in June. But we went the first week of March. We left, like, March 3rd. Right before um, it off. Right before it. You know, yeah. it was like the news was picking up, and literally the flight out there felt very different than the flight back. The flight back was way more tense, um, and you just, like, didn't want to go near anybody. It was just a very bizarre feeling. And then, you know, within days... 
we, uh, we, we had our Connecticut tournament March 28th, scheduled for March 28th. And within days uh, of us returning from Vegas, we had to um, cancel it. You know, it just obviously wasn't safe. We moved it to August, that got canceled as well. So ultimately we had a spring tour scheduled in May and June. Um, and then our fall tour, which is September, October, and a little bit of November, all of those tournaments got canceled. Um, us being a, a, not only a nonprofit organization, but one that is health-based and health-focused, we simply can't take any risks whatsoever. Um, so, so no tournaments, you know, no tournaments, right no now. tournaments in that sense. You know, because then it's it's not only indoors, but it's hundreds of people. Um, you know, if you have kids, you got to let not only their parents, but their brothers and sisters come because mom can't get a babysitter. And it's just, it's, you know, crowd control is very, very difficult. So, you know, in the beginning, it was, uh, it was very hectic around here. A lot of board calls, you know, a lot of trying to project what we were going to be able to do. At first, it seemed like, you know, the Connecticut tournament would be our only casualty, but, you know, uh, we were, were fingers crossed we could do our spring tournament and then obviously we would do the fall stuff. And then it was like, oh, uh, actually, we're not going to be able to do any of this spring stuff, but we still got the fall. So we'll be good. Then it was OK. We're not going to be able to do any tournaments this year. Wow. Um, but it, it, it also forced us to uh, look at other parts of the business. Our tournaments are, you know, obviously are driving uh revenue force for us, which makes, which makes it easy for us to, to sort of put other things on the back burner. Uh, one thing in the nonprofit world is monthly recurring donations. So there's a lot of nonprofits um, who will set up basically uh, a monthly subscription you know, donation process. So you're donating $30 a month to your favorite nonprofit and it's monthly and it's predictable and the nonprofit knows it's coming. Um, but, you know, that that might raise $50 a person. It would be great if we got like 50 people involved, but that's still only a couple thousand a month. Whereas I can host a tournament and raise anywhere from 50,000 to 300,000. So it was easy for me to push that to the back burner. We had always wanted to do an ambassador program um, and we had to figure out what that meant and, and how to define that for Tap Cancer Out versus like a for-profit apparel brand. Mm -hmm. um, we had put that on the back burner. So. Without any events, we were like, okay, let's try to, you know, focus on these things that um, we have neglected for quite some time, and let's get going on them right now. So we set up our recurring uh, giving program. It's called the Podium, um, and my goal was 50 people in the first month, and we had it within two weeks. And it was, you know, not only friends and family like my parents and sister, um, but also you know dedicated competitors and fundraisers. Um, and other people who I have absolutely no idea who they are or where they come from. Uh, so, you know, it spans a great deal of, uh, of individuals uh, who want to support us on that specific level in a way uh, that is uh, supporting the organization specifically. So their funds are, are directed at the infrastructure of Tap Cancer Out. You know, we have three employees here, myself, my wife, and another one, Dave, um, you know, our health insurance is through this company, you know, our livelihood is through this company. So, uh, we had to survive, you know, we did all of the, um, you know, payroll protection stuff and applying for loans. And, you know, we obviously handled our business there. Um, but 
you know, we had to um, figure out how to pivot and how to adjust. So we launched the ambassador program as well, which has been fantastic. We have over 60 ambassadors now. So anytime uh, we launch an event or drop a new merchandise item, we have all of these people promoting it for us. And, you know, they get discount codes and welcome kits and all sorts of stuff. And um, they've just been so, so supportive uh, because they give to us way more than they receive. You, you don't want to be a Tapkins Stroud ambassador if you're just looking to get free stuff. Like you, these people go above and beyond to support us. And so that has allowed us. Um, that was really the, the, the fuel for us starting Global Grappling Day. So this was an idea that literally came to me on the Peloton, which is the only way that I've been able to, to work out in the last you know six months, eight months. But, um, you know, we've always been looking for a way that we could have some sort of quote unquote event, but that everyone in the world can take part. Um, we have had grapple thons, which are sort of volunteer hosted events. So people in Canada and the UK and stuff, when they've asked how they can help, and we told them about the grapple thon model, it's basically a glorified open mat at their school. Some people fundraise, some people just buy raffle tickets and, and that sort of stuff. And and, you know, it raises a few thousand dollars, but like, how do we do that for the world? And a lot of nonprofits are switching their events uh, nowadays to virtual. So what does a virtual 5K look like? It's like, okay, we're not all going to get together on this specific road and run next to each other, but just run five kilometers around your neighborhood. It's the same thing. And you can still fundraise. And so like, but what's the jujitsu equivalent of that? You can't jujitsu alone. Um, but we have to be concerned about safety. So we don't want people having these open mats at their school. So like, what is the equivalent? And that's where we came up with uh, global grappling day. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's December 12th. It's you you get one partner um, on one day and you roll one hour straight. So you set the round timer for 60 minutes and you go. Now, do you flow for the first 20 minutes? Of course. Uh, but you're like, I'm not saying go. Hey, you haven't met Junior, but you, you know, never rolled with Junior. <laughs> junior <laughs> he, you never, he doesn't have a flow button. That's There's no lie. flow. That's yeah. yeah. Very lie. few people are good at flow. They usually just go. Um, but yeah, so this is a way, you know, people can fundraise from the moment they uh, sign up all the way till that day. They get the same perks, actually more perks than they would at a tournament. Um, but they can do it safely. And, and whether you have a school where you can do that and sort of reserve an hour block on that day to do it, or you're doing it in your living room or your garage or your backyard, you're only doing it with one other person. So you're not switching partners like you would, you know, in a typical 60 minute, you know, open mat or whatever. So it's a, it's a sort of a safer alternative, but still allows all of us to get together. Um, and we seeded that with our ambassadors. We asked them to set up their pages, which they did. And so when we launched it, we already had, you know, 30, 40 people have fundraising pages set up and it skyrocketed. Like it, it went, it was super successful right from the start. Uh, we've, we just a few days ago passed the $50,000 mark. Our goal is a hundred thousand dollars. I actually think we're going to crush that. I just, I just don't know where it's going to land. So I'm just going to wait till we pass that goal until I reset the goal. Um, but the response has been incredible. People from all around the world have registered. Um, and, you know, we're, we're now sort of trying to adjust and help them, you know, not only learn how to fundraise, a lot, a lot of people have never taken part in sort of a tap cancer out event like this. So we're helping them learn the best ways of fundraising, but also um, trying to figure out 
what they should do on the day. Should we be, should we ask them to live stream? You know, this is new for us too. This is mm -hmm. the first time we're doing it. So we're really excited about that. So that's like the global thing that everyone can take part in. And we're still hosting our sub only showcases. We had one in Connecticut in August um, that raised an astounding $50,000 um, where we'd never had a showcase fundraise more than $15,000. And what so, is the showcase? What does that entail? So that is uh, that is a super fight show, just like Fight to Win okay. uh, or or any of those. So um, it's blue belts and up, uh, thirty fights ish, uh, and you know gi no gi, um, and but I want to you know. So one of my goals for the last few years is to really uh, to make our fundraisers famous. So I'm always trying to find ways to show them off and to make them feel appreciated. And uh, so our, we just launched a new website and we have a fundraiser hall of fame. So if you've raised over $5,000 for tap cancer out, your name is on there and our top four have like a picture and a little profile. I, I just looked stuff. at it before I, we came. Yeah, on. I just want to like, sh yeah. And I didn't tell anyone, uh, tell them that I was doing that. I stole their pictures from Facebook. Like, <laughs> but I, you know, it's another thing like, Hey, we appreciate you. We recognize you. We have banners at every tournament that have the names of, all of these people who are in this hall of fame and um, you know, with the showcase, I'm less concerned with, you know, getting a big name to be the headliner and more concerned with getting people onto these mats and in a super fight um, who are fantastic fundraisers of ours and really want to make a difference. So I really don't actually care what happens on the mat. Um, and most people don't care. Uh, it's just probably just your mom and your teammates <laughs> and stuff that care. Um, I, you know, I want the people who uh, want to create impact and I want to reward them with a really, you know, high value, uh, production value experience. Now our traditional showcases, you know, have the stage, have the lights, you know, the, the an MC and uh, walkout music, all of that stuff, you know, smoke, blah, VIP tables, that whole thing. We obviously can't do that now. So we've adjusted those events as well to make sure that they're super safe. They're just hosted at local schools, never more than 25 people inside, including all of our staff. Um, so a constant flow of competitors in and out to make sure that they're not inside too long. Uh, everyone is masked except the two people who are competing. Um, we have warm up areas outside, check, check in areas outside. So we make sure that it's super safe. Um, or as safe as it possibly can be. I mean, you're still rolling with a stranger on a mat, but um, does that stream? Does that know. event stream? Yeah, on, it was on... stream for free on Facebook. Okay. Um, yeah, we, we our last event had over 10,000 viewers, which is really good for us since we've never streamed before. So I was happy with that. Um, but yeah, so I want to make it free and accessible to everyone. Um, so even in this sort of adjusted style of showcase event, they still feel like you know they're being um, you know, put under the spotlight and, and I want them to feel that way. I fought in fight to win just once, but it was a fantastic experience. Hindsight's 2020. I won the match. So that, that makes me feel a lot better about it. I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, still it was just a really cool way, you know, like I don't need my, I, I love my coach, but you know, I, he, it's not like he was at every tournament of mine ever. He was at my, in my corner at fight to win of course but you know like there's plenty of tournaments that i go to where i'm the only one there no family no friends no teammates no coach and that's fine that's why i picked this sport because i wanted to be able to compete and not have to depend on anybody else um so i would win matches and you could hear a pin drop so uh to be on a stage like that is just like such a foreign experience for us average joes 
Um, but you know, if you're selling tickets, you know, for fight to win, they don't really care if you're an average Joe, if you're going to bring in 20 people, you know, whatever. So, um, they had a, a really good model and, uh, and obviously lots of other people have, have done it, but we wanted to see how that works for, um, tap cancer out and for a fundraising event. So, okay. um, yeah, it was, it's been fantastic and, uh, and, and it went off well. So we have four more left, uh, starting October 24th in Charlotte, then, uh, November 7th in Philly, which I also understand is the same day of ADCC trials, but it is what it is. Then we are in uh, November 21st in Massachusetts and then finally in Baltimore on December 5th. So okay. they'll all be sort of these adjusted events, but, um, we can still host sort of live jujitsu. So we're excited about that. So, so John, from inception to now, Tap Cancer Out is an mm -hmm. amazing organization. You guys have been able to overcome COVID um, quite resourcefully, adapting awesomely. Where do you see um, Tap Cancer Out in the next five years? What big expectations, what big milestones, markers are you looking to hit? Man, I've always hated like five-year plans and <laughs> things like that because like if, if you asked me two years ago where we would be i never thought that you know we would be here or even how successful our 2019 was like uh, the the community never ceases to amaze me and even you know things like global grappling day which you know came from me trying to figure out a way that we could do this thing safely, like a virtual event safely, but that involves everyone that that's going to be a yearly thing for us now. Um, you know, showcases, uh, we can now have in more cities, but showcases were only introduced last year. I, and it only came because, uh, I was, I had a few black belts reach out to me for our Connecticut event and say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'd love to do a super fight. And I'm like, bro, I have 900 competitors. I don't have time to stop my tournament for a super fight. Then I was like, okay, let me slow down. Let me see if I can figure out an event type that, that might allow for multiple super fights and our showcase is born. So, um, you know, we continually want to expand. I think our, you know, our two dozen tournaments a year is probably around where I want to be, you know, that, that means half the weekends of the year, I'm away from my family and my kids. So I, I don't want to do any more of that. I see showcases becoming a much bigger thing. Um, and you know, we just want to continue to create more and more impact. It's really about, you know, the beneficiaries. This was our first year where we had more than one. We have nine beneficiaries this year. Of course, we're not giving them, uh, what we expected to, uh, but, instead of uh, ending our relationship after one year and, and getting new beneficiaries, we're carrying all those relationships over to next year as well. Um, so we'll stick with the same beneficiaries. Um, but so we just continue to expand how we are impacting the fight against cancer. So now different cancers, it's both domestic and international. We're working with uh, cure cervical cancer within a program um, in Africa. And that's just all about training and giving them uh, the equipment to detect cervical cancer earlier, um, because, you know, these, um, emerging and evolving, you know, countries that don't have the resources that we have, you know, early detection is significantly harder. And, and much of the fight in cancer is detecting it early. If you can do that, uh, you, you have a much better chance of winning. So it's just, you know, trying to figure out more and more ways that we can allow the jujitsu community to, to create that impact. So, um, you know, I just hope that we're doing more of that and our year-end gifts are bigger and bigger 
um, and we're back to you know hosting events in the traditional sense. John, let's go back to the uh, Global Grappling Day. So you said something, did I hear you correctly? Like you're trying to figure out how do you stream this? Like, do you have an idea of how that's going to work? Are you going to stream in certain gyms well, having? We, so it's not going to be sort of uh, coming from us, but we're mm. going to encourage people during that hour to you know set up their phone and uh, get Instagram live going and just stream that round. Okay. Make sure you save it down. And I'm going to request all of those videos from people. Okay. Uh, and we're going to try to cut together maybe a big sort of montage of all the people around the world doing it. I'd love to like show two people grappling and it says, mm -hmm. you know, Malaysia. And then the yeah. next one says Australia. And That'd then the next awesome. one says New York. And, um, you know, I just want to show that everyone is doing it. Like, I don't care where you do it. I think Milton's do it calling in your me living out room. for that. I think Milton's calling <laughs> yeah. me out for that, man. We got exactly. something for I'll December 12th. Right. One partner, one hour, one day. And that's what we're going for. And then just leading up to it, helping um, people try to create the most impact that they can. And then we'll be in December. It's going to be a fun Christmas because we'll be rewarding lots of people with Tap Cancer Out gear. Um, so we'll be getting ready to deploy all of that, too. But that's awesome. Um, I think I'm going to have a conversation here with Junior. He's always asking me, hey, what good. else could I do? Hey, give me something to do. He's asked me in the past. We had to maybe go. talk this to our easy. coach. At, yeah, you know, we can. I, I haven't been training, but by December I'll be back. Um, I hurt my knee, so I, by then I should be able to be back. I figure by the end of September we should probably talk to coach. Yeah. Maybe we could do something at the school. We've obviously got the equipment to, to do the recording. We have Bo come down, do a nice recording of, you know, anyone that's involved, not just us rolling, but maybe the, the right. whole group. I mean, let's see what we could do. We'll, we'll talk yeah, about we've, it on this. Yeah, we've end. had. We've had schools reach out to or people sort of representing schools and ask, like, how can how can we do this on a school level? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we still encourage everyone to set up their own individual fundraising pages, mm -hmm. not really to create like a team page, because mm -hmm. we do want to give each individual person their perks okay. for, you know, the effort that they're putting forth. Um, but the best thing that schools can do is basically carve out that day, you know, if they're open, of course, uh, mm -hmm. carve out that December 12th, say this today is global grappling day, no classes. Um, but you can reserve your hour to have the mats to yourself. So no one else is in here. No one else is bumping into you. Or, you know, if it's a really big mat area, you can safely, you know, divide it in half or into mm -hmm. fourths or something and just make sure everyone is, is safely socially distant. And then mm -hmm. people stick with their one partner and roll for an hour. And you say, I'm, I got the 10 AM block. I got the 11 AM block and so on and so okay. forth. And then oh, so, yeah, right. really I'm thinking fun. it has to be all at the same time. It, it could be any time yeah. that day. It could right? be so, anytime. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right. That's, that's smart. John, what type of, what expectations did you have from the jujitsu community in bringing this to them or bringing this to us, I guess. Right. The, tap cancer out uh, the global grappling day well no no just the whole the concept of tap cancer out oh, and oh. them having a purpose i, I could for, say or, yeah, let, let me throw a little part in there i always say there's no money in jiu-jitsu and yes. we've been pleasantly surprised by the support that we've gotten and the support that we get for the foundation where we do the scholarship for kids so um yeah I, again i i you know i have a t-shirt website for the podcast and again i'm always saying there's no money in jujitsu. You're not getting rich right. off jujitsu, but go ahead. Give me your take. Yeah, I mean, that in the beginning of this, that was very true. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, there's tons of nonprofits that are event based and sort of whatever the event was is uh, irrelevant. So whether it's a golf tournament, a beer pong tournament, 
a jujitsu tournament, like, you know, hockey there, the, the activity is, is irrelevant. It's, uh, it's just the trying to get the people involved to fundraise. Now, the great, the great thing about events like this, um, is there's very few opportunities to make an impact through something you're passionate about. You know, I, I, I said, my wife and I, uh, ran the Hartford half marathon. My wife had never run more than a mile, uh, when we started training for that and neither of us like running it, but, but like, what else are we going to do? Swim across the sound. I can't do that. Like, uh, you know, unless you ride a bike, you know, do the bike rides, the pan, the, the pan cycling challenges. Like it's hard to find something within your passion. Like, mm -hmm. you know, my passion was volleyball. My wife played collegiately as well, you know, but like we couldn't fundraise through volleyball. So being able to do it through jujitsu, through something you're passionate about, I, I knew that it would be effective if we could figure out the right kind of model, because if, you know, if you're, if you're, because people were so passionate about jujitsu um, that if they were able to parlay that passion and also create impact, you know, it was a no brainer. So then it was just about making sure that we hosted an event that was awesome. That was high production value. You know, I, I didn't want people waiting four hours for their division, not knowing where they're going. Um, you know, just sort of typical chaotic, amateur jiu-jitsu tournament i had no patience for that whatsoever we were going to be on time if not early people were going to know where they were going i i fly in someone from canada for every single tournament just because she's our bracketing queen and she knows how to do all of that and so she does that and and that's worth the investment hand over fist because she makes sure everything is on time. You know, I, I don't hire the referees. I have a head referee to do that. Cause I don't know anything about refing, uh, you know, just cause I'm a black belt, please don't put me out there on that mat. I'll screw up every match. Um, so, you know, I hire the right people to make sure that we're putting on an amazing event. So when people come and then leave, they say, not only did we uh, do something that made us feel good, you know, do a sport that we love, fundraise and make us feel good and make an impact in the fight against cancer. But that was like a great event, you know, that was fun. It was on time. We were in and out or whatever, or we hung out the whole day and it was great. And so next time they're recruiting people and it's just a lot of word of mouth, you know, word of mouth in jujitsu travels a lot. If your, if your event is good or bad. Mm -hmm. um, so we wanted to make sure our event was really, really good. And um, because when you think of charity, you think cheap. Uh, and like, if, if you're, uh, you know, like my wife played uh, volleyball, you know, if somebody asked her to be in like a charity volleyball tournament, she immediately is like, I don't want anything to do with that. You know, like it's going to be, people are going to be like, like this, and it's going to be an awful experience. And, you know, you know, charity basketball tournament, everyone's double dribbling. So I didn't want them to hear charity jujitsu tournament and think we were just like, you know, doing what we did at our first event, which is roll out rented wrestling mats and stuff like I invested in all of the infrastructure to, to make sure that it's a really, really good event. We take massive pride in that. Uh, you know, I make sure the people in my core team that are, uh, that are close to me are um, reliable and I can trust them and they've been with me for a long time. And so um, that's super important in, you know, all of our methods and protocols and everything. We just want to put on a great event. We knew if we did that, the fundraising, you know, the people, more and more people coming every year, that would just sort of be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So 
Um, we just focus, we consider ourselves more of an event company than a nonprofit. Like the fundraising stuff just happens. And, and we, we help, we send out emails and, and have all of this information to help people fundraise, but we're really just focused on putting on the best damn jujitsu tournament possible. Um, and the competitors do all the fundraising and, and impact making. Um, so like we're a team together. It's, it's us, the people hosting sure. the event and, and the competitors, the people who are fundraising and really making the impact. I only fundraise once a year. So uh, it's all these other people making the impact. Here's, here's a personal question for you. Have you gotten, you've spoken several times about your wife. Have you gotten her to uh, feel the pains and injuries of a, a jiu-jitsu player? Does she know what that's like? Have you gotten her Does on the mat yet? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. You haven't pulled that. She'll never train. That's it? She'll never train. But just her, you know, accepting a position in a company that I run that is jujitsu focused is good enough for me. Okay. And uh, yeah, she's our uh, VP of marketing and operations. So she also comes from the agency world and specifically the event marketing world. So um, she, she was our guru in getting the, the showcase off the ground. Um, and you know, finding where you get a stage from, where do you get light people from? Like, I don't know any of that stuff. So she knew all that stuff. And then we were able to bring her on full time and that's good enough. That's more jujitsu exposure than she needs. <laughs> but that'd probably be a better uh, training opportunity than the Peloton. Having a wife train uh, yeah, jiu-jitsu at the house? It would, but I'm telling you, that <laughs> ship has sailed. I can't even see it in a horizon. It's, I got you, it's I got gone. You. you know, Dave, my other employee, he's a blue belt, you know, nearly a purple belt. He's awesome. You know, we have super even roles, so he's he's my guy. That's all I need. So let's go back to, by the way, I have a similar story here with my wife. She's she'll never get on the mat. <laughs> I do too. Right. I do too. So no worries. <laughs> I've tried. I even bought her a gi. She looked cute in it, but she never, we never rolled. Mm -mm. Uh, so let me actually go, going back to that first conversation with your wife, when you came back from that, that event from classy, right? You yeah. went to that, to that award show, right? What yeah. is that first conversation with your wife? Like, uh, did she look at, did she look at you like you had four heads <laughs> or was it like, what are you Not talking at all. about? No, or did she no. completely buy in from the beginning? Uh, she was bought in from the beginning. Um, and, you know, she she was the one that was with me at that first MMA show where we didn't really sell anything. And um, she's been with me along the way. She's always believed in me, um, which has been super important because this was, this was a slow burn. You know, I didn't go full-time tap cancer out until 2018, until the middle of 2018. So I've How only been a full-time, uh, and well, we, I came up with the idea in 2010. Okay. So, you know, yeah, that's eight years of tap cancer out being my side hustle. And what I really appreciate about her was understanding that, you know, and even after we had kids and stuff, um, we have two now, and before I was full-time and tap cancer out, you know, we would come home from work and, and deal with the kids. And then I was right onto my laptop and working on tap cancer out until, you know, 1, 2 a.m. in the morning because that's the only time I could work on it. Um, and I was using almost all of my vacation time to host these events. You know, every weekend that we have an event, I got to take that Friday off to go, like, rent a truck and, and do all that stuff. And then I'm back into work on Monday without anyone even knowing what I did that weekend or what we accomplished and, you know, people yelling at me again. So, hmm. um, you know, she was, she was very understanding with how much I had to pour into the work, you know, on late nights and weekends to turn this into something bigger, 
And then we eventually got to the point where it's like, okay, this model works. If we add more events, we will have more revenue. We just had to figure out sort of how to take it on tour, you know, have a tournament every weekend versus the, the original hub and spoke model, which was, you know, we have one in Boston. So I rent a truck, we get stuff out of storage, drive there, host the tournament, come home, return the truck. Then two months later, we have another one in Philly and then we do it all over again. We needed to get our own truck, our own trailer, um, all that sort of stuff. And, but if we invested in that and we had wonderful support from some private, um, donors and, and grant funders and Starbucks gave us a $25,000 grant, which allowed us to buy the trailer, which was absolutely huge. Um, and so we sort of figured out how we could, you know, have at least 10 or 11 events and that could support, um, a single person salary, you know, to be just a small portion of our entire revenue. And then we just kept going and, um, yeah, she, she's been great and supportive all along the way. And we did work together before this. We, we spent some time at the same agency. So we had the experience of working together, which people think uh, is, is sort of a very dangerous thing. But on the contrary, it's, it's kind of easy. And it, finally, I have an employee where she, I can yell at her about something and she can yell at me and be like, what are you doing right now? I'm doing what you told me to do. Like, what, you know, we're like with a typical employee, you have to be cordial and be like, you know, just one second. I'm there, you know, we're just like barking at each other, but it's fine. Cause we, we get stuff done and, um, and like, I, I trust her and I want her to give me ideas and you know, there's no bad idea here. So, um, she's awesome. been fantastic. So I'm going to, we talked about this a little bit. I gave you a little bit of heads up, uh, before we, we came on today. Uh, we wanted to uh, to award our first, excuse me, our second youth scholarship through our Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Foundation. And having you here, we always knew we wanted to talk to you guys. Uh, I thought that this was the perfect opportunity to also award our, our second scholarship to somebody who's worked with you guys. Uh, her name is Gemma Fiorenza. Gemma, yeah. you're hearing this for the first time if your dad didn't ruin the surprise. So I spoke to her dad, Ray. We talked a little bit this week. Yep. And um, they are going to accept that scholarship. That's awesome. Uh, so we'll be paying for her jujitsu for the next year uh, starting in, uh, this is September, October. will be our first time that we'll uh, take care of her, her tuition. We're also going to send her some uh, a gi, some gear. We, she's been a supporter, so she's already been walking around with our rash guard. Uh, I understand she might need a new one. So we're going to send her out some cool gear. But I thought it was really great to have you here. I know that her mom has been battling prostate cancer, and she's been raising money for quite some time. When I mentioned her name, you, you said that you, you knew who she You know of her, or do you know her personally? Uh, I know of her. Uh, it's just sort of a name that you can't forget. I did quickly look up um, what she's raised over eight hundred dollars um, for us. She's competed for us three different times, or Very at least cool. uh, two different times, and was registered this year as well. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, we we appreciate her. Does she still have? Is her? Is that always open? It's it's open right now, so she people can still donate it, to her. It, it is. Okay, it so is. we're going to make sure we put that on the screen here today. We're going to put it in the description on the, on the podcast. Sure. And we're going to make sure that uh, we, we move that number. We're going to move that needle a little bit. So, cool. uh, so congratulations, Gemma. We're going to be reaching out to you. Uh, hopefully your dad, uh, you're probably, if you're hearing this right now, you're probably going to look over your, at your dad and notice that he's been secretly recording you because we wanted to get your reaction. <laughs> so uh, we invite you on the podcast one day. We want to we'd love to see you uh, on the screen like John here. And uh, just think that you're awesome. Thank you for supporting the podcast. But more importantly, thank you, thank so you for supporting Tap Cancer Out 
and, yes, uh, thank and, you. and what you're doing in, you know, for your mom. So uh, we love you and we're going to talk to you guys soon. So thank you. But uh, yeah, again, John, listen, thank you for, for joining us today. Uh, do you, you have any shout outs? I, I don't know if you, it, you had quite a list there, but would you like to mention your beneficiaries um, or just give shout outs to anybody? We've already talked about your wife, but you know, is there anybody special out there that you want to say hello to or, or give a, a quick thank you? Uh, a quick thank you just to the Tap Cancer Outcore team. They know uh, who they are. I do. I do want to read off our beneficiaries. I had to look cool. them up because I can never remember them. <laughs> uh, of course, Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation. We've worked with them. This is now our third year working with them, and we'll work with them again next year. It'll be our fourth. Um, we've given them more than 1.3 million dollars, wow. um, and have funded dozens of grants with them. And um, and hundreds of thousands of dollars for their travel for care program, which literally, um, you know, funds the, the travel that families need to to get the pediatric cancer um, treatment for their so kids. Research so research grants, love... correct? Right. You, you're helping with doctors that are doing research. They actually can apply for a grant. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you, so they, yeah, they apply through Alex's, and that that uh, people like re researchers or doctors wouldn't apply through us. They would go okay. through our beneficiaries, but okay. yes, we, we then fund uh, these specific grants and then a lot of them get named as tap cancer out grants, which is really cool because then when news gets published about them later, we get the shout out. We just had um, one of our research grants um, published in that's, being done at Harvard, I believe, or at least published by Harvard, um, had some great results. Uh, awesome. We linked to it on our Facebook page a little while back, but okay. um, that's really cool. So yeah, Alex's Lemonade uh, Stand Foundation, American Brain Tumor Association, American Cancer Society, Breast Cancer Alliance, Camp Sunshine, which is uh, a wonderful place in Maine uh, for um, not only cancer um, uh, families that are dealing with uh, pediatric cancer, but other pediatric life-threatening diseases, Colon Cancer Alliance, uh, Conquer Cancer, which funds a variety of different uh, cancer grants, Cure Cervical Cancer that I mentioned earlier, which is our, our, our international uh, program support, and then First Ascents, which is for uh, cancer survivors, uh, allowing them to do sort of outdoor um, adventure activities, which is really cool as well. So uh, we're working with all of those this year and next year. Um, and we, you know, it obviously depends on how many events that we can host, uh, as to how much impact we can create with them. Um, but, uh, we always love working with them and, and we continue to, uh, look for more beneficiaries to work with, uh, in the future. And anyone who's wants to be a beneficiary can apply through our, our website, or at least drop us a note and let us know. Um, and we'll contact them when applications open, but, um, yeah, a lot of great relationships and a lot of uh, widespread impact in the cancer community, which is okay. sort of what our goal has been from day one. So people can go right now to tap cancer out. Let's say they're not a competitor. My mom's listening and she decides she wants to give you 50 bucks. She can go to your website now and she can click on the donation. I believe it's on the top yep. right hand corner of the website and just make yep. a one time donation or can do a recurring. Right. They don't have to be Absolutely. a competitor. They don't even have nope. to love jujitsu, but sure. they can go ahead and donate right now. Correct. Anyone can. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone can go to the website and donate. You can even donate straight from our Facebook page as well. There's a mm -hmm. donate button there and, and Facebook doesn't take any fees. So 100 okay. percent of your donation goes to us. So awesome. um, that's really great. We, we so we actually just launched this website. Um, I'm not here to plug it or anything. No, I, don't, plug I don't know away. how people care plug to like look, look through web. But one of the most important things was there's an area called Our Impact. And uh, 
that was like the cornerstone of this website and what we wanted to do um, is to show how we, ha we have a dual impact. A lot of people look at our impact um, in terms of how much cancer funding we support, um, which is wonderful. And so if you go to our impact, there's two sides and you click on beneficiaries, you'll see all of the gifts we've ever given. There's an interactive map so you can see where all of the different um, research grants that we've funded are around the country. But there's also another side called the BJJ community. You know, people don't um, think much about just how our events specifically, um, you know, allow people to celebrate, cope, um, you know, remember the people that they've lost. Um, we've had people break down and cry uh, right there on the mats, um, you know, after mm -hmm. they, they won a match because, you know, a husband who lost his wife and, and it was his first gold ever. And, you know, people take our medals to, to gravestones or, you know, give them to people battling cancer. And so, you know, it's a lot more than just, you know, what we ultimately fund in, in cancer research and, and um, family support, which is obviously very important, but I love, also just the effect that it can have on the lives of the people who take part in it and mm -hmm. what it makes them feel when they can create impact and how it allows them to have these conversations. It's not easy to just talk about how cancer has affected your life. You don't bring it up at dinner or at a party or like on your Tinder date or something like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, this happened to me. So, but this is a way for you to tell those stories and you don't have to keep them inside. And so um, I wanted to show that effect as well and sort of what what you know the events aren't just a cost center you know they themselves are um you know give something to the bjj competitors themselves um and then also you know we're creating impact in, in cancer research as well so i invite you to, to look at those two different sections and really see how we impact um the, this fight against cancer in, in the lives of the jiu-jitsu competitors and uh, finally, you know, I, I know I'm a little long-winded no, here, but uh, we're Tasha, super transparent, <laughs> you know, we're, we're super transparent about everything that was really important to me as well. You know, I had a lot of skepticism about nonprofits before I did this. I didn't really like donating money. Um, you know, I liked, you know, I felt good if you gave stuff to like Goodwill. Um, but, uh, I was always afraid to just donate money cause I didn't know where it was going. Um, but obviously I have a different perspective on that now. And I want to make sure that everyone else understands that, you know, I get all of that. And so we're super transparent about everything. There's a financial section of our website where you can see all of our annual reports. We just published a 2019 annual report. Um, we're nearly done. So we had to file for an extension for our official tax returns from last year because we're getting audited for the first time, which is always fun, um, but very yeah. necessary. And so uh, we have to go through the audit first. So we're dealing with that. So our that should be done soon as well, but you can literally see where every single dollar goes to. Um, so not only what is given to uh, our beneficiaries, but how we spend uh, the uh, the other money as well, you know, on our infrastructure and our staff and, and allowing us to continue to grow and invest in the company so that we can host more events and create more widespread um, impact and things like that. So if you're ever concerned or curious about where our money goes, we have all of that information for you. And awesome. I'm always available um, to answer any questions you may have as well. Hey, John, before we go, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you um, because of your nephew, Michael, um, and through your hard work and efforts, right, his memory lives on. You've created something yep. amazing for this world that, you know, 
because of him for the short amount of time that he was here has been significantly impactful. So thank you, man. Great yeah, job. Thank you I for joining it. us today, man. We very much appreciate it. If there's anything we can ever do, you guys want to come on and uh, make an announcement or you have anything going on. Bo, I think my, is my mic. We're good. If you ever have anything going on that you'd like us to announce, uh, you know, just reach out, you know, whether it's coming back on or, uh, or, you know, we can put out some information for you. We'd be uh, happy to do it. So uh, please use us as a sounding board if and uh, when you have something going on that uh, that you want to get out to the masses. Will do. But uh, thank sure. you for joining thank us. You, We're going to let you go. We appreciate right, it cool. again. And uh, uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> be All good. Right, be brother. Safe. Take care, man. Take it easy. Take care. Take it easy. All right, guys, that man, was amazing, that was man. Huh? Episode, that's, uh, man. That's yeah. wow. That's that's a lot going on. Uh, I, it's amazing. You know, I didn't really fully understand that it's the the tournament system, right? The tournament system. Yeah, is he raising came up money. with something really good, yeah. man. He came you up hear with something. That at, at the end about you know, kind of it came together when he kind of said, "Well, I'm only raising money once a year, right?" Yeah. It's people coming to the tournaments. You raise this money. I mean, that's a it's a brilliant yeah. business model, yeah. uh, and it's a it's a great way of doing it. It's a, it's hard to be over there. You know, I, I'm getting a little taste of that myself. Like, hey, donate to the foundation, and you got to put it on your Facebook all the time. Yeah. You know, you've got your essentially ambassadors, your competitors. Yeah. You have to create uh, something tangible yeah. for people to, yeah. to strive towards, and and being on the mat comp competing yeah. is probably one of those things, right? That's so, amazing, yeah, man. He's great a, job. Yeah, amazing dude, amazing organization. Please get out there again, tabcancerout.org. Uh, the donate button's right there at the top right-hand corner. Uh, so, uh, you know, look, I... I well, hey, man. As as long as as long as we're talking about, you know, let's before we wrap up on on um, we got on John we got a little bit stick stick with, stick with us, guys. We got a few yeah. things, but go ahead. Um, when you think about COVID, right, and what it's done, it just brings out the resourcefulness of people, right? Yeah. So continue yeah. doing what you're doing, right, to create a good thing. I've been telling my wife, you know, we've been, you know, COVID hasn't had. Luckily, knock on wood, hasn't had the effect on us as it has on many. I was able to work from home. She's considered essential, so she's been going to work. But, you know, I told her, I tell her, look, we're good people. We're, we're, you know, good. This is a crazy time. But if you're a good person, you're doing the right thing. Exactly. You look out for other people. I really believe in that whole, you know, that, that the karma of being good. You're going to be okay. This is a crazy freaking time. You know, an organization like his, they could have easily, any of the other tournament systems that are having problems and sure. only able to have, you know, 50 competitors and what have you, a lot of the, they're in trouble. You know, it's rough. I know talking to people, you know, when they're talking about sponsoring the show, nobody wants to spend any money. Nobody is, forget about wanting to, is really able to come in with big money to support organizations. But, you know, we talked to him, Weedify. Yeah. Weedify, which we'll shout out now. Weedify has, they've raised, and, and I, I want to make sure, I'm not going to quote anybody, but I believe they've raised, you're an ambassador, you get yeah. the emails, yeah. right? They've raised just as much money at this point this year as they did all of last year. Is that, am, uh, am I? I'm not absolutely sure. I, I, it's but, either at yeah. or close. I, I believe it's more money this year than they did all of last year. You know, so I don't know, they're doing well. People are still giving. Well, yeah, when is you the have point. a good cause and a good purpose, yeah. people will will see that. Yeah, right. Amazing. So, I invite you to to come with me to do Global Grappling Day. You invite me or you challenge uh, me? Are you challenging? No, it's me? a flow, roll, brother. <laughs> We're just gonna flow. Forty-five minutes We're of flow. Just gonna flow. You know. <laughs> I prom I, I'm, I promise you that I won't. We're we gonna do gear, no gear. Challenge accepted. 
<laughs> Are we doing gear? No, we're we're doing both. We'll I guess we can wrap this an hour. Okay, so we'll I promise you I won't wear my wet T-shirt. I'll wear a rash guard. I won't wear my wet T-shirt. But I, I really think, look, you legitimately have told me, hey, let me know what I could do out there. Let's do it. Uh, I haven't been in the gym, but maybe we drop this in Coach's lap and say, hey, we'd like to do this here. I can't see anybody going, no, don't want to do yeah. it. But maybe talk to Coach. Yeah, we'll put Labor him on the Day spot. Plans. We're going to go yeah. talk to our coach at Fight Sports Coral Springs. And maybe we, yeah. we do, uh, they do open mat on Saturdays. I don't know what the dynamics are going to be with the distancing. Like, I'm not sure we want to even really talk about that. I don't know what the rules are right now, well, we and I don't know up, what the rules will be in December. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could set up brackets the way he was saying, hourly brackets, right? Yeah. yeah that's a great yeah. idea. Well, we could, hey, sign up now, right? Yeah. And reserve your spot, 9 to, nine to 10, 10 to 11. And maybe I can get Bo to come out and at least maybe you know record a couple of hours. Like if we were sure. doing a podcast, we do that instead that day. Maybe we figure out how to turn that into a little bit of a podcast, but that we can deliver uh, some some content, like he said, deliver some footage. Yeah. How long there's did he something say? There how long we can did he do. say? Is it a whole day? How many? Just it, one hour, it's right? One, it's just one day, hour. but it's global. Yeah. So you just pick the hour. To, I mean, you don't. Need, you know, you're just picking hour, the hour yeah. with your partner, yeah. and you're going to record it, and then you're going to send them the footage. We can set up a twelve-hour you know? window. Potentially, mm, we'll, we'll see. We'll talk about. Yeah, it. I don't know we'll if Bo can do twelve hours, but well, we can individually record. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do that. Yeah. Do you, All right. We agree. A virtual handshake yes. here, right? Yes. Fist bump, whatever. All right. So we talked about We Defy. You know, we just want to thank them for all they do. You know, hearing John talk about tap cancer out gives me a whole new respect for people that are raising money. You know, the things that they're doing uh, to understand like how hard eight years before you can. You know, I know what it's like return. to come home from work to do <laughs> to oh, work yeah. on your yeah. your side hustle or your other thing. Eight years is a long time, and I know that that could be like a burden on the family and just you know. Well, that's what it takes, man. That's what it takes sometimes, right? So, so you know, uh, an all you know, a huge shout out to the guys at We Defy. Thank you uh, for your support of the podcast. Thank you for the the way that you know you're supporting the uh, the veteran and the jujitsu community. And like I always say, for those of you who don't know, please go check them out at WeDefyFoundation.org. You can donate there as well, and so that you fully understand that they provide. Oh, we got to get our scroll back. I'm sorry to step on my little shout out there. What happened there? Um, they provide therapeutic relief to disabled combat veterans through jujitsu. All right. So again, check them out at We Defy Foundation on Instagram. And again, you can go donate now on the website at WeDefyFoundation.org. Okay? Uh, I wanted to do one little thing. I know we call it housekeeping, but look, we've, we're always giving stuff away. Uh, one of the things that, I don't know what your take is going to be on this, but you know, I started watching the news mm. yesterday mm. and this these projections for with flu season coming. I'm kind of curious what it's going to look like for schools I'm not gonna. I'm not setting you up for anything. No, <laughs> you look ahead. like you feel like Go you're getting ahead. set up. No, I mean, have you? You know, you kind of seen the news. I, I know you're. You know, you don't have necessarily the same leanings as I do, but the numbers that are projected, and, and I and I understand that's not just COVID numbers. They're putting together the flu numbers with the COVID numbers. With that coming, what's going to happen to to schools, and are they going to have to close? Like, what's going to happen in our world, specifically in the jiu-jitsu world? Do you have a take on that? I don't. No. Not right now. Yeah. Not that I can openly discuss. <laughs> you don't want to get my, you don't you no, don't want to no, get no, yourself no. in trouble. No. Okay. Talk off mic. All right. Me, All right. So I'm going to say this. Uh, you know, we've been giving out little marketing tips. We were doing one minute marketing tip videos uh, for a little bit there. I'm going to say this. The flu season's coming. If you're a gym owner, 
do yourself a favor and start, and if you can, make arrangements to do Zoom classes, to be doing something remotely. You have a warning this time. You know yeah. flu season. Flu season's coming every year. Well, here's what I can You've tell you. You've got to know with the two things yeah. combined, you need to prepare yourself for what's about to come. Now, if you're prepared and you don't have to use it, thumbs up, right? If you're unprepared and you have to shut down your school and your students can't you know, interact with you and they go sign on to somebody else's Zoom or take classes someplace else, you're going to be in trouble. This all hit us by surprise, but at least with the regular flu season coming, we have a little bit of a warning here. So that's my advice. That's my little one-minute marketing tip yeah, for this so week. L- let me touch on that because you're talking directly to, to gym owners, yeah. right? And yeah, I'll talk yeah. more individually towards um, towards people. Students? Towards students. Okay. Maintain a, hef- a, a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That is the most important thing, mm-hmm. right? Don't be home all day doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't be home all day laying on the couch, laying in bed. The kids especially, right? There's no... Don't There's, look at this like a six-month vacation because yeah. that's what it's been, right? To they're this point, not, they're six not doing any movement from classes. In between classes, at least you get to walk. You got five yeah. minutes to walk. You got yeah. you know exercise in school. Some kids. We make my daughter. She takes the dog out for a walk when school's over every day, once a day. You got to be moving, man. We got to yeah. keep these kids active because this is where problems are going to develop, right? So yeah. take advantage of the time that you have. But, yeah, again, I'll say you have an opportunity. There's a warning this time. We know the flu season's coming every year, and now that coupled with COVID, be prepared. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it pains me when I hear that a gym closed or they're, yeah. you know, is it Kyoterra? Uh, we you say uh, we had a local. Kyoterra had, had to, to close well, down well, his gym in California. At least he said for forty-five days. I mean, that's a really home. big name in, in in our world. Closer to home, GFT up in Boca, right? Really, um, Drew's gym, Drew Phoenix's gym. Right. Uh, hey, shout out to Drew on your black belt, brother. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. So they just that. closed. They had to close their doors because really? they were not doing much. Is it Boca much. or is it Fort Lauderdale? Um, it's Drew's it's like gym, his home Del gym. Ro- yeah, Delray okay. or right. something. I can't. But regardless, they had to close their mm. doors, their doors too. So you know, that's tough. Wow. It's tough. They were Weedify ambassadors over there. Correct. As well. That was a Weedify yep. gym, yep. and then a Mission Twenty Two gym, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, like I said, don't get caught with your pants down this time. We've got tons and tons of notice on this one. So let me uh, let me continue here. A big thank you, as always, to Fightback CBD. Use code JJD for 15% off your order at fightbackcbd.com. Another guy doing great things, right? For sure. He's yeah. helping people with substance abuse issues and, and, and mental issues uh, find jujitsu. Uh, you know, he's another one paying for their school. He'll get you a gi. He'll find your school. Uh, so, uh, you know, support them as well. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I take that CBD. I mentioned w- when he was on, or actually uh, on the last podcast, we were talking about CBD and the <laughs> actual, the thing that it helped me with the most out of the gate was I used to have acid reflux, CBD, uh, two days. I stopped taking all of my pills There you go. pretty much immediately. And you know, I'm the guy that walked around with Tums. So didn't expect that to be, you know, it was more about my, you know, inflammation in my, in my mm-hmm. joints. And for whatever reason, it's helped with that. So, so check them out again, fightbackcbd.com. Use code JJD for 15% off your order. So uh, our newest sponsor, Warbar Soap, you can get 25% off your order with code JJD at warbarsoap.com. So guys, this soap is, is amazing. That big bar that you just held up there is the Forerunner. They also have the Chaos, and I think they're, they're launching like two or three other bars. What's really cool, right? Number one, if you buy the gift pack, you get the wood soap dish below that. 
and you can actually take that bar and like you know it's a, it's a pretty big bar you're like wow this yeah, is probably the biggest bar i'd have in the in the shop yeah, so you can actually up. you can split, split it in half you can cut it in half uh, and you've got two bars of soap smells amazing Okay, again, you know, I haven't been training right now, but I did use the one that they sent me. But you are me. taking showers, it's amazing. Right? I am, you are but taking I, showers? But I, <laughs> I am taking showers. So it's amazing. The smell is great. You know, like the whole bathroom smelled like the bar of soap, which was which is kind of new. You know, it had that uh, you know, really uh, powerful smell in such a good way. So I uh, highly suggest you check them out. They've got, again, the Forerunner, the Chaos. And if you follow their their IG, uh, at War Bar Soap, you can, uh, you can actually... Uh, they're actively launching some of the new bars. Yeah. We gotta so, throw that in a soap dish, man. But you, like you said, I'm gonna have to break it in half, right? <laughs> Put in a soap dish for the review. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get you some. These are for the set, but we're gonna get uh, hopefully get a, a few bars, and I'll let you guys come back and uh, you know I know you only shower once a week, but yeah, you know, yeah. You know, do the day you before know, Friday, yeah, yeah. the Friday before. All right, so. Um, so th- we're also doing something really cool with them. We're actually gonna we're recording on a Saturday. This will air next week. But we've actually been giving away, at, at this point, we'll be in the middle of the second giveaway. We're giving away one bar a week. We've got a, a nice little Instagram uh, uh, like uh, giveaway running with them. Uh, so go to our I- IG, at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies, or at War Bar Soap. Follow, find one of the giveaway. It very clearly says giveaway in the graphic. Find that. Do what it says. You can win a, a, a War Bar. We're giving away... Uh, a total of, I think there's actually like five Saturdays in September. So I we're going to do five nice, uh, b- nice. bars. Uh, they gave us a couple of bars to give away on the last episode, which we're going to get out to some of our listeners as well. All right. So check it out. It's uh, it's pretty simple to to uh, to opt into that giveaway. All right. So Junior, you've been on me since we started this podcast. Try to embarrass me, actually. Uh-oh. You try to embarrass Here me. Here it comes. You got into, some dirt on me. You got you some tried dirt. to embarrass me into kicking up our podcast percentage code discount so i actually did it my so, man <laughs> so we went my to 50 percent that's what i'm talking I couldn't, about i couldn't get let you get the awesome, best of me so, uh, jiu-jitsu shirts yeah, we've been right. putting out we're, we're actually now really putting out some really cool designs we just did a nice one uh it says like drama queen then drama queen is is crossed out and it says jiu-jitsu nice says jiu-jitsu queen on it uh we did some mugs as well so go check that out but you can get 15 percent off your order at jujitsudummies.shop you can still get there from the .com. Just click the shop tab. But if you go to jujitsudummies.shop, use code JJD for 15% off your order at checkout. We're adding new rash guards. We have face shields, backpacks, coffee mugs. And we're, we're doing uh, actively putting on uh, new shirts, including one that I did for you, the National keep, Wash Your Belt Foundation. Keep a lookout. Right? Keep a lookout, folks. <laughs> keep a lookout. We're going to try to get this discount special <laughs> junior shirt 20% off. Let's see if we can make that happen. All right, Put that, we'll leave a comment. You got to give me a, a good comment, idea subscribe. for Subscribe, for all hit your, the bell, leave a comment. For all you, you dirty jujitsu ju- ju- players out there who don't wash their belts, we're going to make a shirt for hey, you as well. Haters going to hate. Okay. Haters going to hate. We're going to actually right. run it through the mud before we ship it out to them. So. There you go. We are also brought to you by JJD Podcast Consulting. That's essentially me and Bo. We'll uh, we'll give you some advice on your podcast. Uh, we've uh, we've got, actually got a package on Patreon where somebody can actually purchase like hours to talk to us. But if you ask us a question online or you want to touch base, we're more than happy to give you the information for free. But if you need somebody there to actually kind of constantly you know be part of your podcast and uh tell you what to do you know we look we've done some really cool things we made a few mistakes here and there so uh if you want to learn from how we did it or uh, or how we did it period 
let us know. Okay. Anyone out there that would like to work with us, sponsor the show, donate product, you know, check us out everywhere at Jujitsu Dummies, you know, Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. literally everywhere. Shoot us an email at info at jujitsudummies.com as well. Uh, we'll answer any questions you have. If you go to the contact page on the website, uh, we've actually I added something. There's two forms. You can suggest on the first form, you can suggest somebody you want to see on the show. Maybe it's your professor, maybe somebody famous you'd like to see. But we're also going to let you send us your foundation scholarship nominees. Okay. So you can nominate somebody. Again, you know, we're pretty much when we say kid or youth in jujitsu, it's up to 16 usually, right? Because then you're considered an adult at 16 yeah, yeah. and you're a blue belt. So let's. That's not our official, that's not a, like a law. <laughs> it's, it's the unwritten rule that that could change if we see something spectacular going on. But you can suggest uh, through that form uh, on the website. There's a form on the left-hand uh, side of the page. Again, it's suggest guests or scholarship nominees. And then on the other side, general questions. Or if you want to sponsor the show, we'll send you out a sponsorship kit. Okay, so uh, we'd also like to thank Flow and Roll. Flow and Roll definitely, you know, they sent me that belt. Um, they gave us the idea for doing the perks. So if you donate 50 bucks, yeah. you know, you're getting the, uh, uh, a belt just like that from flow and roll, um, embroidered with embroidered, your name on embroidered it. belt. You know, they've been great about, mm. you know, if you want to put a longer name than just your, you know, your name again, super don't Dave wash your belt. That's <laughs> what I'm putting junior. Don't wash your belt. Uh, uh, we actually sent, roll. we sent one for Justin for his professor and we wrote, uh, he had sinister BJJ the oh, name yes, of the school yes. written on it. So, so something like that. Right. Okay. Uh, so, Go check them out at flow. Let me kind of spell it out. So at flow underscore N underscore roll on Instagram, or you can go to flow Use code JJD at checkout for 20% off your online order. But remember, I'm always telling you check out their IG because he does a lot of custom work. That's his thing. So like if you have a team, a logo, uh, you know, a school, whatever, whatever you, if you want to buy in bulk and you want to have something designed just specifically for you and your team, He's the guy to do it. He's awesome. And he bends over backwards to make it happen exactly the way that you want. So uh, if you'd like to support the show, visit our Patreon. Uh, it is patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. We do two drawings every month of about $100 or more of jujitsu swag. So it could be a gift card to the store, or the podcast store, or we might send you a game. We, we actually let you choose. So um, we're a little bit behind. But this weekend, with the holiday here, I'm going to be able to sit down and award the last couple of months, including we'll get right up to August. Same thing with listener questions. We're going to get those out as well. So shout out to our podcast patrons, Robert Walker, that's Bridges Dad, uh, Frank House, Liam Berg, Wolseley Rivera, uh, Boa Athletics. You can check them out at Boa underscore Athletics for some really cool T-shirts as well. Michael Pixley Jr., Jason Smiley, Eric Perkins, Britt Tavar. Actually spoke to her. Nice. Got the pronunciation of her last name. Britt Tavar. James Fisher. CJ Carroll. Mission 22. Chuck Reddor. And Roberto Santiago. That's your boy you've trained with Roberto. Yeah, it's times, been a while right? since I've seen those guys. The yeah. whole COVID thing's yeah. messed some, some stuff up. But. Okay. One final shout out. I've mentioned him a few times. I, I, I can't mention him enough. Uh, Dave from At High Road BJJ and At High Road Revolution. Uh, he's been donating to the show. He's been, excuse me, he's been donating to, to the GoFundMe, and uh, we very much appreciate all that he's done. He's also going to be—I don't know if it's the first time you're hearing this—but he's also going to give us one of our September Patreon packages. He's going to awesome uh, uh, yeah. either give away a package or 
you know, fund that particular or at least one of yeah. the, uh, the drawings. He's a great so, guy, man. Yeah, uh, really cool. And lastly, please, uh, have you done this yet? Amazon Smile? I don't have you done it yet, Bo? Put people on Why the spot, are you nodding man. your head? No. Put people oh, yeah, on the spot. I, don't go, I don't go online. You don't go online? I just, I just sit in the corner oh, and then I do podcasts. So you can go onto your Amazon, just go into your account. Um, if you go to settings, you can see like Amazon Smile. If you don't, you have to just log in through a computer, not through your phone. But you can just go in, just search like you would search for a product. Search Amazon Smile. It'll come up. Just follow the prompts. It's very easy. You're not changing anything about your Amazon experience. All you're doing is setting, uh, picking a charity. Hopefully, you're going to choose the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Foundation. And you're able to, they will actually donate a portion of every purchase to the foundation. So it's a really awesome way to participate. I shop on on Amazon means, a lot. I do too. My whole yeah. family has has uh, has made the switch. So I thank everybody that knows me. But we've actually had some people that have messaged me like, "Hey, I put out the instructions," and they say, "Done, did it." Uh, Miguel, yeah, uh, you yeah know, one of our co-hosts yeah. as well, has uh, he's been uh, he act, he sends me a message every time he buys something. Now, <laughs> hey. Just, shout out to just Miguel. Want. Yeah, shout out to Miguel. He should hopefully be here here with us on the next he podcast. He couldn't buy enough week. flowers for his wife to come out to the show today. So. <laughs> yeah, nah, he's a good guy. He takes care of that. He takes care of his, his family really well. He very much cherishes his family time. So, <laughs> uh, so you can catch me at Uncle Milty BJJ on IG, and you can catch this man Jay Vega Junior. Okay. Junior spelled out J U N I O R. And you can check out the foundation at the JJD Foundation on Instagram at the JJ Dummies FDN on Twitter. And again, the GoFundMe is in the description, but it's GoFundMe.com forward slash F forward slash Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. So uh, continue to support us so that we can do lots of... Uh, cool of stuff. Sc- yeah, man, I'd love to... I would love to be able to do one scholarship a month. But you got to figure it's going to be... It's about... Figure about well, $2,000 to $2,500 per student with the gear cost of running you know the, the other costs that go along with it karma's but, a b but she'll come in she'll help us out you yeah, know you know it's so. figure about twenty five hundred dollars so we're a little bit below um we're a little bit below our um threshold uh, our threshold but uh i see that it's working i see that it's coming i will personally or at least the podcast itself will cover uh, any additional fees but uh we're gonna you know again start in october uh, we'll have both bridger and Gemma, congratulations. Congrats, we'll have Gemma. Gemma. Super Bridger and Gemma are our first two, yeah. and uh, they'll be able to, uh, to, uh, to you know, kind of spread the word for sure. us as, as well. Yeah. So, all right, that's all I got. You want to say anything? High five. Goodbye, Virtual peoples. high five. Yeah. Thank you for coming out, brother. My I appreciate pleasure, it. man, as always. I know you were tired. How was that nap before you, you Man, came it was through? good. I hit yeah? the spot, man. Feel good? Spot. Good. I'm glad. Probably going to hit another one right even now. Even though he, he made us yeah. late. So take care, everyone. Thank you for watching and listening. Train hard. Don't wash your belt. Stay safe. Us. <laughs> Woo!